Hey, what's going on, America? And welcome to the newest episode of the Dear, Dear America, America podcast. podcast. Um, yeah, the book is launched. It's over. Wow, Yay. I feel like uh, I feel like a huge weight has been lifted at this point. And you know, I mean, thank everybody for all of the support. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they'll probably get mad at me for saying this a day early, but I can. You know, pretty much go ahead and tell everybody that we did, uh, you know, over 20,000 pre-orders of the book. And so thank you, everybody who supported the book. Uh, So far, no one has written to say that it was a garbage book. Uh, and we met, I thought it was so sweet because we met someone who loved the book, who is a Vietnam veteran. Um, when we, we were, were on, at a lake house. And it just yeah. so happened he was the neighbor and it was the sweetest. And had the book. And it was so encouraging just to, to meet someone who serves and anyways, yeah. family. What are the yeah. odds of that, right? You go on a random vacation lake house. And the neighbor of the lake house finds out you're there and they've got the book. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, you know, that, that was really cool. Um, I actually had, uh, if I may talk really random for a moment and people that have not read the book, I will try not to spoil things, but there's a chapter in the book about tattoos. And in that chapter, there's this huge, like bombshell revelation, right? About my past and about church and things like that. So, uh, the other day I get this phone call from a Mississippi number. No idea who it is. And so, obviously, it's got to be somebody calling my now South Carolina number from Mississippi. But I don't answer it because I don't know who it is. So, they write me a message, and I won't say anybody's names, but they're like, hey, uh, this is so-and-so. And, you know, I just read your book, and I I would really like to talk to you about stuff. Uh And and, and (laughs) It's not going how you think. And so, at first, you're like, uh. But anyway... Uh, this person was a person that was in church with me in the youth band the exact same time all that stuff was oh, going wow. on. Um, and anyway, uh, it was really cool because not only does he verify, you know, everything that I said in the book was true, uh, he talks to me about the very same struggles that he has had mm. since all that stuff has happened as well. And so if you hadn't read that chapter in the book, you should. So you'll know what the crap I'm talking about. Um, but that was really cool. And and that was a really kind of like powerful phone call for me mm-hmm. because, you know, for so long, you, you always just think that it's you feeling mm-hmm. these ways right. and you thinking this way and questioning this and wondering about that. And then you get this random call from a guy 16, 17 years later, um, and they read the words in the book, and th- they've been feeling the exact same way and struggling with mm. the exact same struggles. And uh, that was that was a really that was really it was a cool phone call. I'm sure it wasn't the easiest of phone calls for him to make, uh, but it was really cool. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And man. just the fact that people weren't really talking about it. I think that's why it's so important. Well, don't give away. I'm not, but I think is. it's so important for people to talk about their experiences because it's not ever just you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was really cool. And, uh, anyway, so if you are wondering what in the world we're <laughs> talking about, you should probably go buy the book. America 316. America 316.com. <laughs> anyway. All right. So today 
I want to talk about a couple things that we got to talk about, but I also just want to kind of just bring it back a little bit and have a little bit of fun. I feel like we've all been so like stressed lately with everything and just all this stuff. And so, um, I want to talk about the funniest thing ever, uh, for me is uh, that TikTok is going away. Yeah, I think that is. And you try to get me to join. You're like, Alyssa, I think you'll thrive on TikTok. I do. I, I never still, got into I it. still think that that was your calling, uh, the, the TikTok thing. Yeah. But I also, at the time when I said that, did not know that it was owned by China and China was spying on us and taking our data and giving it to the CCP and all the above. So my niece. Yeah, not the first time. My but. niece, who's 15, she's um, who's visiting us from Oregon. And we got to break the news to her that TikTok, because she's real big into TikTok and her dance, because she's on the dance team with her friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we had to break it to her that TikTok yeah. was going away. And then yeah. I witnessed, she's like, I got to save all 400 videos. And then I witnessed the most blatant display of a midlife crisis I have ever seen. And Alyssa then goes and has the 15-year-old demonstrate to her how to do a dance. And then they go and make a TikTok video. <laughs> No, right we did there it. in the living room. We did it. I didn't let anyone post it, but I just need you to make sure that I- You still made the video. So I need to make sure I had my dance move. I was a dancer and I still do. Thank you very much. I nailed it. Well, I, I don't know how I feel about it, man. Uh, First Amendment, like China stealing our data. It's like they have already done that many, many, many times before. Other does a, does a outside Does an outside source- fall into that same category though what do you mean i don't think it does i I think i think it's a china created china owned china ran well remember remember when russia came out with that uh face app that you could look old yes remember like everybody was doing that they have all that access to okay information too and other countries can smoke weed legally and we can't i mean i'm just saying that there's a lot of things that other countries can do and other countries can have that the united states that well i'm I'm just saying the app like to have the app on your phone is your freedom if your information is stolen by china that's not anybody's but at what point does it become a national security threat there it is yes like what's that that's a hard line to draw okay but but there's a lot of apps that mm-hmm. are available in other countries that aren't available here. True. And vice versa. And so and I, I don't know. This one for me kind of falls in that territory of, I don't think this violates first amendment. Uh, I, I just don't because it's an app that we do not own. We do not have control over mm-hmm. uh, what information's going in, what information is being stolen from the... I, I don't well, know. See, I, if, I think it falls in that national if, security If risk. you work for the government and stuff like that, where you have important stuff on your phone, then I understand it. And then government employees, like they already have, you got to delete it from your phone. If you're just Joe Blow from a small town and you like seeing those funny videos, now you are banned from... I don't know. I, I don't mind it. Yeah. It's just a weird line. But speaking to walk. from government employee, mm-hmm. you can do that on government employed or government owned things. Like our government computers, we couldn't even get on Facebook. Right. On government con- but you can't. Then you're really stepping into things because then you're like controlling what people do on their personal phones sure. on their this and that. So the easiest thing to do is to just outlaw that app from an outside country into our country but they they already have all of our information so if if it's really comes down to oh, it's public safety like all these teenagers from around the country are going to give like what information are they giving that china there's so much bigger worse things going on right now and all the focus on tiktoks just seems weird to me Alyssa, 
Oh, I was just going to say the more important question is who's going to pick up the TikTok platform? Will it be Instagram? <laughs> no, Instagram Facebook? Instagram has already said that they're developing. Somebody's getting excited. No, Instagram, <laughs> they're doing the same thing they did to Snapchat. Instagram will have a TikTok feature to, yeah. to combat it. Also, I'm 100% for it. Uh, these kids need to go get a freaking job, man. It is the biggest, <laughs> yeah, most embarrassing <laughs> thing. Look, man, at least Facebook and Instagram creators, at least they like create like an actual show or they have an actual opinion of thought or something like yeah, that. This is I just mean, a bunch of people like dancing. I but know. if you're a dancer, I appreciate it. Like, I, I, you can yeah. dance on any video. And you can know I'm, when you get to see it. If I'm looking for a laugh, like if yeah, I'm trying to quick. laugh, I open up TikTok. I don't open up Instagram. Right, me too. And I laugh. Because it's quick. There is funny stuff on TikTok. There is some funny stuff. It's creative. It's funny. that creative world of just quick. It's like, well, stuff. it's not a high-produced documentary content. It's like, well, yeah. No, I didn't uh, say that. I'm just saying I don't <laughs> think it takes as much. Anyway. It doesn't but, take a rocket science. Whatever. I, I'm good with it. That let the teenage teenagers need to go to work. You need to be working at Sonic, cleaning up grease on your knees like every other 15, 16 year old had to do growing up. That's all I'm saying. It builds yeah. character, man. That. Builds character. I told my kids, my kids want to be a YouTube star. And, th- don't they and they're like, well, that's what you do, dad. I was like, I went to war twice. I worked at Sonic. For I worked years. at, worked at Sonic. Sonic. I worked multiple jobs. I was in a <laughs> band playing bars for a hundred bucks a hit. I mean, you know, don't, don't uh, uh-uh. uh, no, you ain't coming out the gate being a YouTube star. You working, <laughs> you're working at a crap fast food restaurant, lot boy for a car lot. That was my first job, lot boy. Nice. My entire purpose in life was to wash the cars I just washed the day before <laughs> over and over and over I think again. Anna Grace is going to be a babysitter like me or a nanny. Yeah, she maybe. It's good money. It does uh, make good money nowadays. Right. Now, I want to get into differences there because that's a that, that's a good topic. We don't talk about that stuff a lot. Kids today are just spoiled, man. That's right. Kids don't understand. Anyway, but first, let's get into a sponsor. While the left embraces cancel culture, let's get in on the action. Cancel your leftist supporting cell phone provider and make the switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile shares your values and will never charge you hidden fees. And unlike Big Mobile, they won't send you hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood or other leftist causes. Get the same reliable nationwide service and support a company that loves this country, shares your values, supports our Constitution, and puts people before profits switching is easy keep your phone number bring your own phone or buy a new one right now when you join the family of freedom loving americans get free activation plus a free gift with the offer code g-r-a-h-a-m veterans and first responders save even more so please make the switch today call 972 patriot that's 972 patriot or visit patriotmobile.com slash graham get your customized plan starting at just 25 bucks 972 patriot that's 972 patriot or patriotmobile.com com slash Graham. All right. So back to the current generations, which I feel is a real problem today. Uh, a lot of the reasons that we find ourselves in the situations we find ourselves now um, is a lot of people that just didn't get beat enough as kids, if we're just being honest. Um, and Alyssa's giving me the eyebrow. Obviously, if you are a sane person that is not a complete moron, I am not advocating for child abuse. I'm simply saying that some kids need to get beat. That's all I'm saying. That's it. And I don't know why that's such a bad thing to say in 2020. Well, 
a spanking, a nice little firm spanking is now beating your kids. So, yes. Man, my granddaddy used to assassinate <laughs> me. Assassinate with the fiery vengeance. Somehow, he went from 67 years old to 19 in a matter of yeah, five seconds. But you can beat your kids and still not instill anything but fear. That's not instilling values. I think fear is Here good go. for a kid. I'm Here not just saying there's no, no the values. That agree, is your not. social work trigger word saying. is what that is. Okay, <laughs> people, look, 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 look. But what does that say? Who is the less mature person in that conversation? The person that can say... Some kids need to get beat and know 100% what we're actually talking about. Right. Or the people that hear the word beat and go, whoa, 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 just a second now. Yeah. I think that those people are a little less mature, if we're being honest. Well, that fear thing you were talking about turns into respect. It's like having uh, fear can, for your dad. Or it can just be. No, it's no, no, a no, healthy fear. fear. It's not a fear for your parents. It's a fear of the consequences, right? Right, right like, but that's the point. You have to instill values, though. In the beginning, yes, the consequences, but then you instill the values to where they, they want to do it without the consequences. Values they do come it after the consequences. That's the biggest problem in 2020. People want to instill values and, you know, and, and care and emotion and all this stuff first, which as that is not how we are as people. Kids are not born understanding values and morals. No, they're not born that way. The fear of the consequence happens first, right. and then you train the value of why that's a bad thing to do and why right. there's consequences. Right. Well, you, yeah, you do it Yeah, together. but the problem is, babe, yes. and this is not you. You are the exception to the rule. I know. But a vast majority <laughs> of social workers and counselors and all this stuff are creating this atmosphere that your feelings matter first. And I think that, it's funny. You think social workers and counselors have that much pull in society. No, I think it's parents. I think that a lot of social workers are leftist leaning crazy people. Yes, yeah, well, that is true. Yes, not all of you. If you're listening to this and you're, I'm not saying all of you. Yes, we have to band together. I'm saying if you're being honest with yourself, social workers, you work in a leftist leaning field. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. For so, sure. I so, mean, you have to weigh your kid's future compared to right now. Like, I don't want them to fear me. It's like, all right, well, you know, if you don't punish them and, and discipline them or whatever, when they get older, they'll pay for it because they'll be the kids that, you know, don't share or, you know, are bullies or, or whatever. Well, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a healthy balance, right? Correct. That's right. Everything's you in know, balance. You know, uh, Hug your kids often, dudes. You know, tell your sons you love them. Tell your daughter how beautiful she is, that you love her all the time. Tell them that all the time. But then also, you can't be afraid to not be their favorite person. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, exactly. I mean sure. that, that, that's discipline. just the thing. There are times, our oldest right now is in that age, he's about to turn 10. He's trying to figure stuff out, you know. He wants to be older than he is. Uh, what's the line between his personality and natural sarcasm versus disrespect? You know, I mean, it's a constant, yeah. like, shifting sand that happens. And I'm not always his favorite person a lot of times here lately. And, oh. you know, but... Dude, my Just dad. Is. My dad was my least favorite person from <laughs> from about twelve to seventeen. But now I look back and I see all. Of but I how think it's it that way with a lot of dudes. A yeah. lot of dudes are that way. Man, my dad is such a jerk. Man, he's always on me all the time. And then once you become a man, then you're like, oh crap! <laughs> my dad God. was working swing shifts sixteen yeah. hours. That man Three was jobs. tired. I'm being a little punk. Like you start to realize, yes. I can't believe he didn't kill me. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Alyssa, you're being awful quiet over oh, there. I was just thinking, I'm such a daddy's girl. I was the best teenager ever, yeah, so I don't know how to... I was. But you're, I don't know one, how to relate to that. One, you're a girl. We're talking about, I know, I know. We're talking about guy, well, asked, dad relationship right now. I can't, I can't right now. weigh in on that, exactly. Well, so I can't weigh in quiet. on the mom relationship, so, you yeah. know, whatever. I didn't ask you to. I am a mama's boy. Yeah, My sure. boys, I think, are mama's boys. Grant, we were listening to the Tim McGraw song, Mama Called or whatever. I called mama. I called mama. And Grant was like, I don't know what grown man call his mom mama. And I was like, uh, I do. I do. Oh, man. I no, call her mama. No, I realize that I'm a little jaded on it, but I was just thinking, <laughs> Read you know, the book. I called mama or whatever it is. And I'm thinking, that's your first person you What was that? What was that? Your life needs to expand a little. What was the Luke Bryan song? I'm Luke Bryan. Yeah. What was that song? That I just said, it's like how to make a daddy. Oh, Lou Bryan's got this new song out. Build me a daddy. Build me a daddy. Hold on, let me. I got Justin and Gray. I was like, Uh, Luke Bryan has a new song. Guess what it is? Build me a and made them guess. Stop right now. Build me a daddy. uh, We are we are finding that. I did not listen to it, but I was just laughing because the the title came on. Come on, build me a daddy. Come on, born here, live here, die here. Hold on, build me a daddy. There it is. Told you, I wasn't lying. We're just gonna skip a little bit here. You can build me a daddy. Daddy, come home. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear that. I got it on the Bluetooth, too. Ooh. There's an old Winchester alpha. That's right. Ooh. Come on. This is like a minute and ten minutes into it. Teach me how to aim. Where's the chorus? That's right. Uh. Uh-oh. I was daddy dad. How do you feel now? Oh, oh. man. Your mama, if what? you walked in I with your dead saying, daddy, your mama would pull the Bible out and start beating the crap out of that Satan <laughs> worshiping drug dealer. <laughs> just, see, this is what bothers me about Luke Here's Bryan. You a daddy. Okay, it's the Cole Swindell song, Dad's Old Number. Okay, mm. after the four, after the first chorus, you're like, "Oh, that's beautiful." By the second and third time around, you're like, "Have you not figured out that that's not your dad's number anymore?" How many times you got to call this person <laughs> before you realize, "Oh, I'm the psychopath because I can't remember that that's not my dad's that number is not anymore." Cool, man. The Luke Bryan song, <laughs> play it again. I still have a problem with that. Yeah. I have a problem with that because it came out. You got XM, yeah, when, Spotify, it, it missed the light iTunes, oh, and yeah. this moron is sitting around all day listening to the radio. Maybe it was trying supposed to, to be euphoric of how we used to do back in the day. He didn't never say one time back in the day I, I did this. Oh, I agree. He didn't say that. He just he goes right out the gate. I I this girl liked this song, so I sat around like a moron all day. <laughs> but in, in all a, in an age of instant listen and download. I remember those but days. I'm just saying, but in reality, don't you remember like waiting for hours to yeah. record? You know, so do I. It, it was on. called 1998. <laughs> One of yeah. my big memories is I was waiting for 50 Cent in the club. Uh, the worldwide premiere. I was sitting by my radio with my cassette in there, ready to press R- record. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> worldwide premiere. <laughs> dun, dun. I got it. But yeah. anyway, I just have Good a problem. Memories. I have a problem with those. Uh, there, there. Any country song, and I'm from Mississippi, so everybody just automatically assumes that I like country music. I don't. I, I don't like <gasps> you a lot. liar. I like some. How dare you? I don't like any. You country like a mu- lot of it. Any country music that talks about baked beans or turnip greens, come on, or fried chicken no. and sweet tea. <laughs> you I'm don't out, like Zach. Man. You like Zach Brown. You like chicken Luke fried. Combs. Luke Combs. You like chicken fried. 
You know, I like my cheese It's your fried. guilty pleasure. Just admit uh, it. Cold uh, beer on a Friday night. Because, oh, only because Guaranteed Zach Brown, I heard that the first time he went to Iraq. And I like Zach Brown over that. It's not my favorite song of his. It's just not. Yeah, he has a lot of good ones. Highway anyway, 20 Ride. Oh, yeah, I know I can't, but, but, but there ain't no mention of fried chicken, turnip grains, or baked beans in that song. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you lose credibility of like the emotion of the song to me at that point. Oh, I love country music. What's the dude's name? Oh, the one I hate more than anything. Kenny Chesney? World. No, no, not I like Kenny him. Chesney. I don't like Kenny Chesney. Oh, God. I thought it was Luke Bryan. No, who's Luke the one Bryan. in a small town, you asshole? Oh, the one that... Justin Moore. <laughs> Justin, Justin Moore. Moore. Small I town. Justin Moore. Because no one talks like sounds that. or talks like that. Small town, you asshole. Yeah. I have the same problem with Garth Brooks, the dance. Oh, careful. We the the dance. dance. No, that's going to make... Whoa, you're fixing to make a lot of people me? angry. But no, that's but a great song. I'm not saying that it's not a great song. I'm saying nobody talks like that. Toby Keith, American. Oh, that fast vibrato. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. Okay, stop. That's annoying. That and everybody listening, I just ruined that song for all eternity for you because every time he says American, he goes, I'm American. And just so you Machine know, gun going on. I like that song and Graham pointed it out. And, and you really, can't hear anything else. You can't hear else. anything else after that. You're welcome. By the way, people, okay. people are listening to this that episode going, how on. the crap did we get off? I don't, know how, I don't know how we did we, it. We, we talked today and we're like, you know what? We're just going to we're just gonna get on here and we're going to talk to you guys we'll at this point. Out. We're just going to have a good hangout. And those are the problems I have mm-hmm. with country, country music. <laughs> and Toby Keith should have... Anyway. You know, my big problem with country music is that they talk like they're conservative Americans. And then they come out and you find out they supported Hillary Clinton. That is new. That crap. is newer. Yeah, country, Brad Paisley, I feel like. yeah. Eric Church is and a piece like of garbage. And I don't like how they yeah, go against guns, but yet you can sing about shooting, but you're yeah. not going to be for like I don't like that part, but whatever. Eric Luke Church Bryan. is the sissiest man I I've ever so looked in my too. life. Look, too. he's like 5'7", 110 pounds. And he's just a big old wuss, man. But you know who's amazing? Who my children all like, who Anna Grace saw in the grocery store with our mask on yesterday? Blake Mm. Shelton. Yep. She pointed, she looked up and she said, there's Blake Shelton. I said, where? You you really left (laughs) the audience hanging there. You made it seem like you guys ran into Blake Shelton. That's what I was saying. Thank uh, you. No, Who my daughter saw in the uh-huh. grocery store the other day. I yeah. was getting to it. They you love, cut me off. They love Blake Shelton. I why, like Blake why Shelton. Why are you talking really country right now? You cut me off. What is it because yeah. we're talking oh, about I, country I saw, music? I saw Trump the I other know. day. I, re- I saw Trump I ran on into the Trump. TV. Yeah, he was, he was right on there. the news. Sorry, yeah. I need to practice my pronunciation. Me and him go to Graham. the same doctor's office, apparently, because there he was right there. Shut yeah, up. Right on the no, TV. I, mean. I was trying. I was <laughs> all right. hate all of all right. you. Random shout out of the day. Let's do it. I got to give a random shout out to... I am in love, not romantically, but just in general. <laughs> not... <laughs> With Theo Vaughn right now, oh. man. Oh, man, you, his little stories that he tells. I'm telling you, man, this Do dude. Do not listen to it with your kids, but look, the B yes, one. Dude, don't listen to it with your kids. I would love to have, like, a conversation <laughs> with him. And just, you know, just, like, really just no agenda. Just to, just to talk. Let him talk. And if you have never heard Theo Vaughn, I challenge every one of you, just go to his Instagram right now, and he's got hundreds of videos. And it could possibly be the funniest thing. I don't know if it's just my kind of humor. Oh, it's good. But 
every time he opens his mouth, man, he just says stuff that is so off the wall. It is a particular kind of comedy. Yes, it's it is like a very, his, his brain. He's just saying everything that comes yeah, to his brain without well, filtering. It, it makes no sense, but it's just hilarious. He starts talking about how he had the 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 rib cage of a large cat <laughs> and doctors said he had the heart of a lesbian <laughs> and just like little things like that. Like it makes no sense, but it's so funny. Just the way the, he delivers and it, it. It is. It's how he speaks too. Oh yeah. Like, and he looks like, you know, hashtag dear America this. And when you comment on his page, tell him I sent you, he looks like Tom Brady with a mullet. Hmm. He'd probably take that as a nice compliment. I'm just saying. Go look up yeah, Theo Vaughn and tell me he does not look like Tom you, Brady with a I'm mullet. You know right how now. we, like, whenever we start a show, we're like, all right, let's talk about X, Y, and Z. He sits down at that table. Like, what am <laughs> no I going to talk about? Uh, no agenda whatsoever. A, a bee stinging you. He, he had, yeah, he kind of does. He does. I know. That's what I'm saying. He was talking the other day, and oh. he was like, uh, he was talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's candles that she's selling that oh, smell like her private part and he called so him again, a vagandal not, not appropriate for your children <laughs> you know she's got a new one out that's even worse I'm not trying to be crude this is real stuff we're talking about culture right this Jake these said, celebrities Jake you said like. he want to talk about culture let's talk about it she's got a new one that doesn't smell like her private part her anymore mm-hmm. it smells like when her private part has a good time if Ew. I can, if I can say That's that disturbing. to where children don't know what I'm talking about. Well, y'all about. know Jenneth, 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 Jenneth Paltrow is messed up. Remember, she was in that the whole docu series that she did. She is. Hold a, on, I'm going to find it because you're looking at me like I'm making it up. She is a scary individual. Yeah. Hang on, let, let me. All let them me celebrities. Do you want me to move into something else while you're looking? Yes. Okay, Graham showed me this last night, and this was also really strange. They have come out with. Was it a pacifier, baby, that mimics the boob? Oh, yeah. It's two boobs. No, it's a teether. It's a teether, and it's two two breasts, and it's a, hmm. it's like this. You can't see. How much are they? I don't know. But the, Just curious for it a was friend. The, um, the bo- <laughs> no, they're not that big. <laughs> the boutique was raving about it. You're just so excited when this comes in. I'm just sitting there looking at it. Like, what? Huh. I don't understand. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing. I just wanted to update on the hydroxychloroquine thing. Can I do that, Graham? Uh, well, I found it really quick. All right, I'll, I just want to say that this candle smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's happy time in her private part. Uh, and it ships to the U.S., Canada, Europe, and the U.K. Um, and it is this. And it sells for $75. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Isn't there literally a song back in How the day that said, I know you for? like to think you're... Wow, she's not... Think, she's not buying... She's I not, don't think her... She's not, like, lowering prices at all because the other one's been out for a while and it's still 75 Oh, bucks. people are buying it. She is crazy. Watch that docuseries it that she's It literally on. says the words... This candle smells like my, oh, that's wow. disgusting. That is disgusting. How does it? Okay. Because her followers. Hold on, hold on. And Jake, I don't mean to cut you off. No, I, I, I really want to just ask a question and I'm not trying to be crude. How does one no. decide what like that smells like? Yeah, well, stop. I mean, You're going I'm, down a path that's going to end up crude. So just no. Move I'm not trying to be crude. I'm trying. <laughs> but it, I, the nature of the conversation people, is going to end for that way. People buying this product. How do you know if you're being lied to or not? If I got a candle that says this smells like mashed potatoes and gravy, 
I know what that smells like to be like, no, this is bullcrap. It doesn't smell anything like right. like birthday cake. They don't How do care. you know? Alyssa, move on. why are you? I'm asking a legitimate question right now. I hear now. you. What? Well, her people, remember, she's Hashtag like. Dear America, am I being crude or am I being for real? It's 75 bucks. So it's I would hope it's $75. It, it, it dang better. She's like that homeopathic, like her followers are psychotic, okay, but, but loyal. Okay, there's no way that she can know herself because how is she going to go down there far enough to figure it out? She had one of her cat ribs Stop. removed. Oh. I'm going to leave. Okay. All right. All right. I'll move on. I don't know why we can't talk about certain things that are going on in culture, but you know, we'll move on. In the private of our own homes. After after that (laughs) review, let's get into a sponsor. Yes. Let's do that. Record numbers of people are buying guns and ammunition for the first time. If you are one of them, please be safe and please holster that new handgun in a We The People holster. Starting at just $39, We The People holster are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly and made right here in America. They have thousands of designs to choose from, the Constitution, Blue Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera. So get yours now. Now is the time to support American companies. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham to get yours. Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code Graham. Satisfaction guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about goggles for a moment here. Fauci. So Fauci has now come out and said that, um, you know, it might be a good idea for Americans to start wearing some goggles <laughs> along with uh, the mask. Uh, Why well, not just a bubble suit? Let's just, I'm going to buy the, the Darth, uh, yes. the no, the Kylo Ren mask. Yes. And that's just what I'm going to do. I'm just going to walk around like that. Um, Is it going to be all orifices before long? Orifices. Whoa. <laughs> now, see, you just got mad at us. Wow. Talking I'm talking about, about your ear holes. The vaginals. She goes straight to orifices. you go straight <laughs> to orifices. Your nose holes and your ear holes. Your nose holes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, not, I, I'm not doing it, man. I, I don't understand. I'll tell you why. I draw the line Okay. Just yesterday, I saw uh, the consequence of all this crap. The first baseman of the Chicago Cubs... Had a pop fly right to him, and this dude misses it because this mo has got a hat. <laughs> He's got his his sunglasses, sunglasses that pop up like this, and his mask. <laughs> and his mask is like higher riding than normal people's mask. It's like up to his eyelids. This dude can't see. <laughs> he can't see. He drops it right there. No, he doesn't drop it. He didn't even get nowhere near it. And well, the other thing is, he's in the outfield. Take your mask off. You are literally yeah. around. No, no, no he's one a first baseman. Oh, he was first. He's first but baseman. Uh. But still, suck it up, man. There was another first baseman. I think he was with the White Sox. I, I don't know. Anytime someone got on base, he pulled a uh, hand sanitizer out of his pocket and squirted it in their hands. Are you <laughs> me? I'm sitting there. Go, I don't know if he was doing it for a joke or whatever, but man, this isn't funny. funny. And then another funny. thing. <laughs> All right, and I know that we transitioned from Fauci, but the truth is he's just so dumb, it's not worth staying on him long enough. Sports has turned back on, so I guess we're moving into that. Um, Have you guys seen the cardboard people Mm -hmm. behind them in there? The the thing that's interesting to me is I thought that it was just like normal people, like just smiling. No, there's like goats with sunglasses and like kids with their mouths wide open. 
and a bunch of weird photos, like not like normal people. Yeah. I mean, I'm the only one. Nobody else has seen I this. I haven't noticed it, but I do think there is a marketing idea behind getting yourself Dude, in Dude, we the need stands. to put Dear America right behind home plate. Some dude with his mouth wide open, just looking dumb. Dear America. <laughs> looking dumb. Just looking dumb. <laughs> um, here's the thing that's dumb for me. Yesterday, I was watching the Cubs game, and outside of the stadium, there are bars that have, like, roof seats. <clears throat> Those are packed. Like, those are packed, and they're, like, looking into the stadium from the packed roof seats of these bars. But yet, they can't go to the game. (laughs) It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, Let's talk about about, uh, the NBA. So, the NBA has started. Mm -hmm. Shocker, if those of you who don't know, because, you know, I'm not the biggest NBA fan. But at this point, I'm pretty desperate. You know, for for some kind of sport, and uh, you know they have used it as their opportunity to make it uh, social justice, and the entire team wearing Black Lives Matter shirts, and then of course LeBron James and the entire team kneeling. Brave, the brave, very brave. The thing that I thought represented the entire movement of Black Lives Matter was the screenshot of LeBron James kneeling in solidarity with his Black Lives Matter shirt on, with his hand and fist raised in the air. And his kneeling knee had a towel underneath it so it didn't hurt it on the basketball floor. What kind of sorry... Alyssa's here. I can't say what I really want to say. Sissified, girly girl pants (laughs) kind of grown men is this. You're going to kneel... But you don't want your knee to hurt, so you're going to put a towel underneath it just to make yeah. sure that you you want to know what wouldn't hurt your knee? Standing for the anthem. That wouldn't hurt your knee. Um, <laughs> I, How much? That should show you something, okay? You're so dedicated to a movement that you got to make sure that your, your, your little knee, your little knee bone don't get hurt. Yeah. There's that one picture of the Orlando Magic guy that was standing. Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Yes. Jonathan Isaac. Um, And then there was another one uh, just just the other day. I can't remember his name, but Jonathan Isaac. There's been like three people in baseball and NBA that have stood. Kiss your career goodbye. Yeah, that that have stood. And and they all say the same thing. Basically, it comes down to religion. Like, you know, I, I don't kneel for any reason other mm-hmm. than God. That's it. Um, however, freaking NHL coming out as like America's sport. Yeah. yeah. Like screw all of you guys. Not only that, we're standing for the American and the Canadian national anthem <laughs> and we ain't kneeling nothing. It is kind of hard to kneel with those uh, ice skates on. That's but. true. Don't, don't try to, <laughs> don't try to dampen this Jake. Uh, that there is one person that kneeled in NHL. Um, and I thought that this was hilarious. Is that the one black guy on the team? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, it was, uh, and, and I don't even know if I can consider this really like disrespectful. This dude kneels for the American anthem, stands for the Canadian anthem, but he's Canadian. Oh. Oh, what a statement. So, yeah, yeah, and I was like, well, that doesn't even count. That doesn't matter. Yeah. It gives a crap. But <laughs> don't you find it interesting everyone else would stand for other 
people's national anthems. And I get it because we're so wrong we're here. We're the bad guys. We're the bad guys. But I just find it so interesting that no one has a problem standing for any other country's anthem. Nobody gave yeah. a crap about hockey till America started playing it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Nobody gave Ooh. two cents about hockey until America started playing. You know what I'm going to start doing when, when all these uh, leagues start up? Is just watch all the classic games from like the 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Miracle on Ice or Super Bowls from the past, well, like back have, when they were good. Have you heard what they're doing with college? Mm-mm. They're going conference only. So, oh, yes, I did hear So, that. basically, the SEC is now going to be a 10-game like 10 schedule. 10 12 games or something. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't know, man. It's, uh, and the reason they're doing this is because they don't want to this – is, this, is, this is the logic here. Makes no sense. Okay, they don't want to cross-contaminate, right? So, Georgia Tech is in the ACC, okay? Uh, Georgia is in the SEC, Every year, last game of the year, Georgia, Georgia Tech, they're like 60 miles away from each other, always play. But because we don't want cross-contamination, they're not going to do it. But they can travel over 1,000 miles to play Boston College. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying. There's no rhyme or reason. How much sense sense does all that make, man? South Carolina, Clemson can't play each other anymore, even though they're in the same state. I think it comes down to the same thing as like wearing a mask in a store. It's not about safety and health. It's about compliance. It's about having a set of rules and following the rules. Like I saw a guy the other day who wore a fishnet mask. So it's just a whole bunch of holes. And the lady was like, thank you. Like he needed a mask. He put on the fishnet. She said, thank you. That's all you needed to do. There was this poor little girl in Publix the other day. She had on like a full face shield. She looked like she was getting ready to go weld something. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it, it, it kind of put me back in high school where you just look at like the nerdy people and you're yeah. like, well. <laughs> now in her defense, maybe thing. she had something wrong. Then the face shield don't do public. nothing. Well, it's that's true. open on the that's side. True. That was, it was. And underneath. <laughs> she didn't have a mask on It's literally just like you might yeah, as well just hold a sheet of paper like this. And okay, then, so bam. in defense of you, she it probably wasn't that. In defense of that mom, poor little just, girl, yeah. your parents are morons. <laughs> All right, that's just the truth. Your parents are stupid. I'm sorry. Or fear-mongered into I such a say, way. I think it's just the, fe- the feeling of safety, knowing just hoping it makes a difference. That's all I'm saying, mm-hmm. man. It's stupid. It's like, what? Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Can I give a conspiracy hour update real quick? Yeah. Sure. So I talked to a few people over the weekend about the doctor video, the yes, manual, the manual and, yeah. and hydrochloroquine, um, hydroxychloroquine. They made points that were actually pretty good. And they said to always be conscious of who is lying to you. So like with hydroxychloroquine, what the drug does is it keeps stuff in you like micro, uh, I can't remember the name, but basically they're trying to say it's the cure, right? Uh And it's getting a whole bunch of conservatives behind it, trying to push it. And they were saying that that was the left or the deep state, whoever's trying to make all this stuff, you know, happen. They put hydroxychloroquine there. So we think it's the cure. If the virus is completely bullcrap, there is no cure that we need. So what they're trying to do is get everybody to accept that there's a cure and that we're going to take this thing that the conspiracy goes a lot deeper, but they are basically saying like, don't believe, you know, anything you hear right off the bat. We hear this woman and look at all the attention it got things that get canceled or banned tend to show up on the news. Like, look, they're trying to ban conservative speech. 
It's like, yeah, but I if, don't think that you know, there's a cure. I don't think there ever will be a cure. You can you can list in one sheet of paper the things that we've actually gotten a cure for, right? Mm-hmm. I think that there's things that I think there's merit in it helps, right? Um, you know, like zinc. What the crap are people upset about zinc for? You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, I think that there's things that help fight the virus. Mm-hmm. Sure, just like the flu. It doesn't cure it. Yeah, that it ain't helps a cure. You get over it quicker. That's though. the like. That's the like. Give you a better defense for it. Um, but but a yeah. lot of people came out saying, you know, she was crazy because of her beliefs in. Oh um, no, she believes in some weird stuff. But, yeah. she's, but also, she is. I will defend that, and to the extent of not all her beliefs, but she is from, I think, the African culture, and it is a different culture, and they are yeah. different in the spirit. And how they believe and how they work with things. So, in some of that, I do give her credit. Yeah, but it's like it's like what bandwagon you're on. So, say the deep state, say they're trying to do population control, whatever. They create this situation where this African doctor comes and talks about hydroxychloroquine, and all the outrage that happens. They did that. They put it in place, and now we're all like looking at hydroxychloroquine, like this is the stuff. This is what everybody needs. When that was their plan all along, you know. Yeah, no, no. no. So it's I, like looking at it with a grain of salt. Or it could not be though, and she was just trying to get truth out there that it works. Well, if we're gonna bring it back full circle, okay, people are more upset about the banning of a non-American app right. than they are about the mass censorship of American doctors. Mm-hmm. Yeah trying to give a secondary opinion to the American people. Sure. And so, you know, but the other thing is, weird times you know, mama in. was a nurse and she said it's been around forever. It's yeah. proven to work. It helped nobody her. had no problems and ever. So my biggest yeah. red flag is why would you tell pharmacists and doctors you can no longer prescribe this when sure. they have never really had bands like that? Before? Don't take That's vitamin C. Right. Killing everybody. But see, we go from the perspective of it's a bullcrap disease. Oh, no, no. I think it is a disease. No, no, no. I never said that I don't believe there ain't a virus. I'm not saying that. No, I I don't think it is. I didn't say that. Obviously, there is. I think that I think that this is just but our own immune system, eating healthy, going outside, all the normal stuff is good enough to to destroy the virus. The biggest biggest questions I'm going to ask is and, and, and we need to end this out today, but but as far as the virus being as bad as people think it is, then how come all the Walmart workers aren't dead? How come all the nurses aren't dead? The rioters. How come all the rioters aren't dead? How come all the postal workers, the restaurant workers, all the CVS workers, all these people, how come they're not the dead? The mass gathering at the funerals. The mass poli- gathering the at the funerals of John Lewis. Yeah. How come all these people are not dead? Yeah. And, and, you know, you just got to sit there and ask yourself these questions. I mean, how many people are in hospitals all the time? Oh, and then another thing I saw, it was a doctor talking about the lies of the media that hospitals are at capacity and being overrun. And he completely broke it down, and I thought it was genius. And I didn't even think about it, even though we talked about it here on the show before, that what happens when they shut down all the elective surgeries and everything, well, people start losing their jobs, right? So they're reporting, you report capacity of a hospital based around number of patients per bed per per people working. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these hospitals are operating at like 50% manned. And so they're reporting these numbers based off of the fact that the hospitals aren't even fully manned because they've had to let so many people take time off because they're not doing any elective surgeries, et cetera, et cetera. So the numbers across the board in every aspect of reporting about this virus are catastrophically 
misrepresented and wrong. And anyway, I just thought that that was very uh, interesting and that was a very valid point and a very valid uh, way of thinking that I hadn't even thought about. Yeah. Um, anyway. I got one funny thing. Go for it. Wait. So if you go to DonaldJTrump.com, uh, I haven't tried this yet, so I may be wrong, but you go to DonaldJTrump.com slash, and then it'll put a whole bunch of different letters. It'll pop up a picture of Joe Biden. It says, it appears you are as lost as me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. It's like this dumb picture of him with his mouth open. Here you go. That's terrible. <laughs> wow. That Our funny. president is a troll. Nice. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right, guys. That's it for this episode. Uh, Dear America Live is Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I think we should do more of these lighthearted ones yeah, all the like time. That. But That's anyway. Fun. Real America's back. Real America, Real America is back Thursday. Uh, Jake, where can they find you? Instagram at producer underscore Jake. Alyssa? Uh, Instagram uh, at Alyssa Allen. Sorry, took a minute. And then Hey America is on tomorrow. If you missed last week, Graham was on, so you should catch up yeah. before tomorrow. And we will dive deeper into some of the things we already talked about today. And of course, I'm Graham Allen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast and we'll see you all again next time. Bye. Yeah.